Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Sesh. I'm Kendall. And I'm Janelle. Welcome back. How's it going? <laughs> that was a new intro. Yeah. I was waiting for you to introduce. Oh, right. Our lovely uh, producers here, yeah. Sydney and Julia. Yeah, we have a bit of a change up today. Change up. Corelli is out of town. Mm-hmm. She's at a big music festival. Yeah, she's at Bonnaroo or Rue, as oh, the yeah, cool kids in, call she it. She keeps saying Rue, Rue in the chat. I'm like, Rue. That's sounds, what the kids say. Sounds very tiring. It way does. Too, I'm way too old for that. Who camping. That? She's going to be oh, yeah, she's camping driving the all the way there. Yeah, fuck that. Sounds exhausting. I would be tired just driving there. What kind of, what are like the headlining artists at Bonnaroo? I don't know. I think it's like EDM. Oh, no. No? No, I think. No, it's like a wide variety. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's Tyler, like Ch- Ty- Ty- Tyler Childers, Foo Fighters, Odessa, oh, yeah. Kendrick, Ooh, Paramore, Ooh, some other people that I don't know. Okay, okay, that's worth it. Uh, I'm so jealous she's seeing Odessa. I know. I'd do oh, anything damn. to see Odessa again. Lil Nas X. Oh, Zed's dead. Oh, big names, folks. Okay. Yeah. She's living her best life. Big Wild. I love Big Wild. Oh, same here. My favorite. Yes. So I know normally when Corelli or Sydney is gone, we just have one of them over there. But today mm-hmm. we, well, Sydney's going to have to step out because she has a quick appointment that mm-hmm. she has to run to. Yeah. And we have a special guest during that s- segment today. We actually have a sex, sex therapist. therapist in the house today who's so going excited. to be answering all of your sex questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. she will be joining us here in a little bit. So Julia is going to help us with cameras during that segment. I'm so excited to be here and doing the sesh. Oh. I have been dealing with some personal stress. I feel very mm-hmm. stressed. And so I'm sitting down here. I'm actually having a beer. Cheers. We're having a little Pacifico. <laughs> it's one of those days. Mm-hmm. Really needed it. Mm. Mm. I always I love, love doing this show and just getting to hang out with you guys, have some fun, relax a bit. It is very Forget about fun. my problems. I feel like... Every time I finish recording, I feel so good for mm-hmm. the most part. Like mm-hmm. once in a while, I'll be like, well, that was a little bit of a weird episode. We'll see how it turns out. But <laughs> yeah. for the most part, I leave feeling like really mm-hmm. uplifted. Yes. So it's yeah. good. Yeah, we're actually, we're headed out of town too. Yes. So we're busy getting ready to go. It's Sydney's bachelorette party this weekend. Wow. Yeah. We're so pumped. We're going to San Diego. That's I'm excited. Right. It's going to be a lot of fun. Are you, you going to go wild, Sid? Go- um... No, I'm not too nervous. Okay. But I... Gonna go yeah. crazy? Yeah. Strippers? My final fiesta. It is the final That's fiesta. That's the theme, is yeah. final fiesta. Strippers. Josh uh, wants to know. No strippers. What no. if I'm the stripper? Can I strip Janelle for Janelle will be yeah. a stripper. <laughs> we can do strip show together. Cousin strippers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I was actually thinking that we could put on a little bit of a show. I'll tell you about my... Thoughts oh, later. Tea. Okay. Mm-hmm. A show. <laughs> well, I mean, you and Sydney will be putting on a concert. We will. Sydney and I, every time we drink together, we do a Celine Dion concert. Yes. And I'm usually just there, like, as the proud mom video mm-hmm. taping. <laughs> yes. It's very good. It's very great. Good. I'm excited. We've it's going to be so much fun. I know. We're I'm going pumped. to the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't been to a club. I haven't been to a club in this mom's wild weekend out. Time. I haven't been to the club in a really long time. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Remember your yeah. bachelorette when we went to the club? Yes. That was fun. <laughs> yep. And I fell into a hole. Yeah, How did I'll I never even find a hole in the club? Literally fell in ass first and the bouncer to pull me out like by my feet. <laughs> your feet were that. just like kicking in the air. <laughs> so what even funny. was that? Why do they have random holes you can fall into? It was into? like we were in a booth and then this area like right here was yeah. like not covered. And you just like sat there and fell back. Like I don't know what that was about. Yeah, that was amazing. God, um, that was seven years ago. 
That's insane. How crazy is seven that? Seven years. Over seven years at this point, yeah. Damn. Yup. Yup. I could be your matron of honor. <sighs> well, you're not. You're not that important. That's her oh. sister. Oh, because she's married too. Right. Okay, yeah. Well, she's your maid of honor. Yeah. So I want to be the matron. This made it real awkward. She doesn't want you to be the matron, Kendall. <laughs> well, I am the matron. I am making myself matron of honor. You can be matron. So what is the matron supposed to do? Like, be like, no, give it's you the, the heads same up thing as maid of honor. Like? It's the same thing as maid of honor. It's just if you're married, then you're not the maid of honor. You're the matron of honor. Oh. It's just a different title, I think. Is that right? I don't I know. You have, like, I actually don't know beach. anything. Mm. Well, maybe I can be the matron of honor. Yes, you can. I'll be the... Just the honor. You'll be a maid. Be Just. what's like the engaged of honor. Ah, uh, yes, engaged of honor. Mm, mm-hmm, Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be really fun. We're so excited. We have a little some tricks up our sleeve that Sydney doesn't know about. I'm, yeah. ner- I'm nervous for that. Oh, That's what I'm really nervous. For. It's nothing that crazy. I promise oh. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, well, maybe we can get our sex therapist to come out for the bachelorette party too. She could come Ooh, wait, to a that segment. would be iconic if she came out too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That could be very Damn. good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Today we have Ema Anise. Ema mm-hmm. Anise is going to be joining the show today to answer all your questions. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. If you're not familiar with who Ema is, she's an iconic. She's, mm-hmm. I don't know, I've been a fan of hers for a long time. Mm-hmm. And she says it how she is. That's how it why is. I love she's it so much. She's so experienced and she just says it how it is. She's not afraid yep. to like, just say the truth and yeah. there's no like filter. She has nothing to lose at this point. Like she's yep. older. So, and she's all about, she's sex positive yeah. and she's about safety first. And we love that. Yep. Consent, but getting yes. frisky if you yeah. want to. Yeah. She gets real frisky with it. So, so yeah, this Look whole episode is kind of bachelorette themed. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's going to be great. So yeah, we have sex therapist. And then when Sydney comes back, we are also, we pulled a bunch of, am I the assholes that are like wedding yes. or like bachelorette themed. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing that as well. In honor of Sydney's wedding coming up in less than three months. Less than three months. Can you believe it, Sid? No. You're about to be a married woman. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm just nervous. And it's weird. Like when you guys talk about plans for like after September, I'm like, oh my God. You'll be married. Yeah. yeah. Life after that. And so Jared different. and I just scheduled our, because thank goodness I looked this up, but we scheduled our court date or whatever to like go get our license. Literally, there was no sl- time slots like open other than like oh, June thirtieth, and then the next one was like after September. Oh my oh. god! You got in by the skin of your teeth. But now I was like, but we're gonna get married. Like, um, we're gonna be like officially married on June thirtieth. Is that what that means? Yeah, it's like we're gonna have a marriage license. So then, who signs? I don't it? think no. You, you sign it at the events. So you're not married until I don't think. Oh well, because I signed something yeah, on yours. You signed what was ours. that? I don't know. You married us. I did no, not but- though. I, no, you, no, I think you're like a witness. Ah, yeah, to the like to these, but like we have to we sign off. Like that's where we get our license, marriage license. Yeah, I, I think it's your license to then get married. Though. I don't think you're oh. getting married. Yeah, I think you're right because if we did want to do like a court wedding, then we would take that yeah. to the court. So you need someone ordained yes. to to sign it and make it a fish. I wasn't know? ordained. The fuck? Well, our our priest was or whatever. What? Who priest. Was our officiant? <laughs> ah, yeah. she was. Okay. Yeah, it was not a religious ceremony, but no, yeah, it's definitely not. She signed it too, but you were like the co-witness. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. great stuff coming up. Very exciting times for Sydney. Yes, Woo-hoo. I'm excited. We miss Curly. Excited to have Julia here, though. Yes, this is your first time on the sesh, huh? 
Oh, she doesn't yeah, have her a mic mic's off. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> we have another mic over here for the sex therapist. We could have turned your mic on, but I didn't think it through very much. Well, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> stop talking to me because I can't say anything. Well, we love you. We're happy you're here. Yes, Thanks we're for happy being here. here. Also, we have merch, folks. Mm-hmm. If you haven't got your sesh merch yet, be sure to head over to milehiregmerch.com. We don't have many left for sesh, though, right? I don't know. We have Mile Hire is like sold out. Mile, Mile Hire is very limited. Sesh, I think we have more than Mile Hire, but yeah, things are going through. We don't have like a ton of quantity to begin with. So get your shit. Yeah. Thank you, you guys for all your support last week. We were kind of blown away with how much support we got on that uh, launch. And- yeah. You guys seem to really like the pieces. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely my favorite uh, drop. Yes. All across all the shows mm-hmm. so far yeah it's so um, good so yeah it's been great all right well anyways um i guess are we ready to bring, should her, we bring out? her out let's bring out ima anise so we have already recorded today's episode but we wanted to take a moment to talk about something that we have just been made aware of that we feel is really important to talk about we are actually recording with a guest today and we are doing two episodes a mile higher. So we are in between recordings right now and we have very limited time, but we still wanted to get this in before we leave town for Sydney's bachelorette party tomorrow. Yeah. Um, this is something that has been so shocking, so disappointing, um, so upsetting, frankly, to us. And we don't have time to go over everything in detail. So we're going to point you in the direction of people who have, but Basically, some extremely troubling, horrific information um, has surfaced about Colleen Ballinger, who we have talked about many times. Yeah. That we were big fans of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really got into Miranda Sings and because that's what Colleen really started as. Miranda Sings, yeah. kind of this character. Right. That was never super appealing to me. I found Colleen... Um, mainly throughout her pregnancies and documenting all that, I thought that was really interesting and really became a fan of her as a person. Mm-hmm. And s- some things have come out, a lot has a lot come out things. about her mm-hmm. um, that include grooming underage fans, being highly, highly inappropriate, uh, inappropriate with multiple fans, animal abuse, um, very strange inspiration for her character yeah um has been alleged there have been clips that have come out from her shows yep that involve children bringing children on stage and having them do extremely inappropriate Weird, inappropriate things. bizarre things with her mm-hmm. um and we just wanted to make it clear that we no longer stand with this person we are no longer fans of At calling all, in any capacity mm-hmm um we're horrified yeah extremely disappointed disturbed Mm -hmm. um this is for me personally the first time that uh, someone i was truly a fan of has um been exposed you know as doing horrible things and it's really really disappointing to see um and obviously horrific and people who are a victim of her actions, you know, our heart goes out to you and we're so sorry that mm-hmm. you're dealing with that. Um, Multiple people, but specifically Adam McIntyre, yeah. um, who I have been chatting with on uh, Twitter and he has just been so kind. I actually reached out to him and apologized because a few years ago I had tweeted in defense of Colleen mm-hmm. and I regret it majorly. I did not understand the situation fully. I really was manipulated by her explanation, her video addressing things that mm-hmm. was just so glazed over and untruthful, really, of 
of what actually happened. And I feel terrible. This has taught me a real lesson that even people you would never imagine being could capable. Be, yeah, capable of doing some horrific things. I mean, mm-hmm. you think you really know someone by watching them on YouTube yeah. and you don't. And that that is just this whole thing has shown me so much. And I truly feel terrible. Um, like Janelle feels so sad. Mm-hmm. Feel kind of like deceived in a way. Totally. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this person that we thought, you know, like Kendall said, we we knew and we understood and admired in a lot of ways. I looked up to Colleen in a lot of ways. Um, and yeah, we were big fans, but obviously we didn't know no everything that had been going on. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have been big fans. No. But um, you know, from the stuff that we had seen, I was always a big fan of her and looked up to her in a lot of ways. Um, and so, you know, this coming out and us learning about all of these things from her past is just so disturbing, disgusting. And we just want to make it clear that we do not stand by this or her at all. We do not support her in any way anymore. Um, and like I said, our hearts go out to the people that were involved in all of this. Um, yeah, it's just really disturbing. And we obviously wanted to come on here and make it known because of the you know obviously this is what we talk about on this show but at the same time because we have talked about her in a supportive way in the past yeah um we want to make sure that you guys are aware of where we stand yeah i mean this this stuff is really serious um she at this point hasn't addressed anything i hope yeah she does i don't know i don't think it should change anyone's opinions i mean what she does was did was just so foul and unforgivable in my opinion mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's just it's hugely disappointing it makes me feel gross learning about all of this has been so disturbing um there are endless videos on it on youtube if you just type in her name mm-hmm. we want to direct you right to adam mcintyre's videos we will have links to his content below where mm-hmm. he, he gets into it in detail yeah um it's best to hear it from him but also the Do We Know Them podcast, mm-hmm. um, our friends Jesse and Lily did a really great job, in my opinion, going over it all. That's where I really found out about it. Yeah. Once they had released their episode and uh, just Lord Shocking. watching this and angry um, thinking about it now is just uh, making me really upset. Um, I mean, there's not much more else to say other than we're horrified and disgusted and disappointed. Like Kendall said, you know, if you're confused about what's going on, mm-hmm. go to our description box and um, yeah. take a look at some of the videos that have been posted because they mm-hmm. do go into detail and of what's really happening. And if you're someone who was a fan of her or is and you don't know about these things, I highly encourage you to look into it. You know, make your own decision. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I, I just could never go on being a fan of someone with the, I mean, it's a lot. It is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um it's extremely upsetting stuff too. Yeah. So definitely trigger warning to any of you who yeah. do go look into any of it. Mm-hmm. It's not lighthearted. It's very, very disturbing stuff. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much um, it. We just wanted to come on and address that. I think that's going to be it for this segment. So we'll go ahead and go on with the rest of the episode. Thanks, guys. If you have a little one at home, there's a good chance that you are not sleeping through the night. That is one of the hardest parts about the early stages of parenting and kind of throughout parenting. 
But getting a good night's sleep is so vital to not only your baby, but to you and your mental health. And personally, I have found that one of the keys to getting your baby to sleep through the night is to have a good quality diaper that is going to keep them dry for a long time. So Coterie diapers are designed for better sleep and have given us extra sleep. We've started using Coterie diapers at night recently, and it's been amazing. The last week, my daughter has slept through the night 11 to 12 hours every single night. And wow, has it been nice. I mean, parenting is stressful enough, and sometimes it's the small hacks that make the biggest difference. And so Coterie diapers are designed to minimize leaks, blowouts, and diaper rash so you and your baby can enjoy more comfortable, dry sleep. They have up to 70% more liquid capacity and absorb four times faster by moving liquids away from the skin within 15 seconds, keeping your baby drier than the leading diaper brands. And let me tell you, I have tried every diaper out there, and these are by far the most absorbent and the nicest material. I mean, these things are soft. Coterie products are fragrance-free, hypoallergenic, and made with responsibly sourced plant-based materials, all while feeling as soft as cashmere on your baby's bottom. They also have been awarded Best Diaper by Parents.com and Babylist. It's time you use a better diaper. And right now, Coterie is partnering with our podcast to offer you 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping at Coterie.com, promo code SESH. That's Coterie spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E.com, promo code SESH for 20% off your first subscription order and free shipping. Again, Coterie.com, promo code SESH. All right, it is now time for our very special Please, we have... Please, intro music. <clears throat> I see you winding and grinding All the way from up on the Dover, pole. Idaho. I know you see me we looking at you like Ema you already Anis. know I want to fuck is. you. Thank you for being here. You so already happy. know I want to <clears throat> break you. You already yeah. know, girl. Hell yeah, bitch. Oh, I'm stuck on that beep, and yours is right. Rip right in the poles, and them doors is tight. Mm. And I'ma give me a shot for the end of the night, cause beep is beep, and baby, your beep is for life. Oh hell, that's that's Ema's intro. Ema, why do you like that song so much? It's um, it's um, it's a little bit inspiring to me. Just a little. Why, <laughs> why just a little, Ema? Well, that's what um Hugh, you Anus and I love to. And before you talk about Hugh, who is Hugh? Hugh is my lo- my lovely husband. And how long have you lovely and Hugh husband. and Hugh, Mister Anis, been together? Wow, probably about twenty five years. No, what's longer than that? Actually, really quick, are we pronouncing your name correctly, Ema Anis? Uh, yes, but a lot of people call me Ema Anis. Okay, that's okay, fine too. Ema Anus. So if you yeah. would like to call her Ema Anus, you can. You can. You're allowed to. What the hell is this, Ema? It's my basket instead of a purse. <laughs> okay, I like that. You know what? More people. This is very Gen Z of you to have a basket. What do really? you think of the Gen Z? Everyone's Z's. about alternative purses these days. What are your thoughts about Gen Z? W- what's Gen Z? Mm. Mm. Well, you are. She would be a. Is she a builder? Yeah, what's over boomer? I don't, I don't know. know. Julia, can you look that up for us? What's what's above boomer? Uh, oh, you mean them kids. The kids. Yeah, the young kids. Yes. Yeah. Well, the new generation now is alpha. My daughter's an alpha. Wow. It's the silent generation. Is you. Oh, you're the silent. But you're not silent. No. No. Anything Tell us a little but. bit about your um, 
career career and your path of becoming a sex therapist well he and i we love having sex and we just so passionate about it we want to share with people how we keep it spicy Mm -hmm. keep it spicy and safe and consensual always safe yes but spicy well you gotta keep it spicy the ssc spicy safe consensual immodest And modest. Really? Is this what you wear in the bedroom? Typically, yes. Mm. But, but he likes in... to take this and pull it right off, With right? mouth. Yeah, this is a little you... toy we use. Don't touch. Oh, what? Dirty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you won't touch it. Okay, so um, I guess my first question for you would be, oh, what? Is, well, first off, what are we having in our bag of tricks here? Oh, this is my tomato juice I drink. Every day for um, energy and, you know. Mm. Is there any vodka in that thing? No. No oh. beer? No beer? You want me to add a little beer for you? No, no, no. no? I, okay. I've got a pina colada. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. Look at her so young and hip with the pina canned colada. Pina. Cut water. Yeah. Oh, hell, canned baby. Pina. This is the bomb. Do mm. you drink it before you and Hugh? Yes. Get dirty? Of course. Of course they fucking do. I have a question. How many times? First off, may I ask your age? Are you? How old are you again, Ema? Well, your sister was on last week. Yeah, Grandma said. Yeah, I'm a little bit younger. I'm like 79. Oh, that's good. At least mm-hmm. a little oh, younger. I thought yeah. she was 75. No, she's 80. Oh, she was 80. Yeah, she was trying to get to 85. Oh, right. Okay. And one of her goals. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. How old's Hugh? 60. Oh, he's a young buck. Yeah, sixty. You guys yeah. get bucking here. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. What's the craziest place you ever done it with Hugh? Well, <laughs> probably the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen. That's it. That's the craziest. We like to keep it inside our home. Mm. Okay, safe. She's traditional. We want to keep it safe. Gotta okay. keep it safe. Fair All right. Down. Well, our viewers have sent in <clears throat> advice questions mm-hmm. sexually and in their relationships. Mm-hmm. So they would love your help today to get some relationship advice. And and Janelle here and I. Wow. <laughs> we'll be chiming in as well, as well as <laughs> the beer's hitting me. There's half of a fucking Pacifico. And she's like, as well, as well. Sorry. As well as Julia <laughs> has a mic now, so she may chime in as well hey. to answer your guys' questions. Says, All hey. right, should we get started yes, here? Yes, let's go ahead and get started. All right, Ema, I'm ready to hear your answers. So first of all, we have a prop to start us off here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, <laughs> we're, this is educational, ladies. Please keep it together. Sorry. Um, today, <clears throat> we're going to be showing how to properly wrap a, a wiener. A ween. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a nice long cuke here which is already wrapped but for the sake of you know education irma here um ema stop <laughs> calling her the freaking name Ema's of the hurricane right right disrespect Ema <laughs> is going to show us the old school way of wrapping said ween now unfortunately we have no condoms so yeah Ema we did going... try to source one this morning no one had one here yeah. at the office so she's going to show us the old-fashioned way to wrap the ween. Mm-hmm. All right. Please step by step instructions. Now, uh, let me tell you all that this is not to be used all the time. Oh, no. Just it, when it you're is desperate. Not, 
protect you that well. No, 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 no. You should not do this, basically. (laughs) But if you're in a pinch, if you're in a pinch like for less than um five seconds, you can do it. Oh, okay, all right. So if you got a quick one, what is that? This is a saran wrap. Okay. So Mm. unwrapping it. Okay. So how much do you need? It depends on the length and this the width. How much do you have? You ever used this technique with you? Uh. No, we don't use condoms. Oh, oh. have you ever though? Just how many kids um, do you have, Ema? Four. Oh, oh nice. okay, okay. Beautiful family. So when you uh, are Should using the saran wrap, Should I cut this piece for you? Yes. May I say penis on the show? You may. Okay. So it is an are we allowed to? Yes, we are. This is educational YouTube. Don't come for us. It's I can just say P or the pain. Whatever you prefer. The pain. Ema. I like pain. Whatever you peen, feel most ween. comfortable with. Okay. So you're going to lay your peen down on the saran wrap. Okay. So have your man squat. Vertically, okay? <laughs> Sorry, and I'm then, immature. Oh, gosh, it's a big pain. So we're going to wrap the tip, and then you're okay, going yes, to wrap the tip. fold one side. Okay, okay. Pretend this, this is not the penis tip. Can you see it? Mm-hmm. Wait, why are you not wrapping the penis tip? This is... Oh, the this. other side is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. And then once you get it fully wrapped, fully wrapped. Okay, I see, I see. As long as the tip is wrapped, you're safe. Okay. And then you're going to insert a scrunchie <laughs> over it. Okay. To hold it in place. And the males love this. They do, because it's soft, right? Yeah, it's like a little tickle. Does that go... In? So this stays up at the top? Does that go in your cooch? The 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 scrunchie? No, it's a buffer. It's a buffer. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So it goes in this way. Correct. So you only insert this much. <laughs> this would this there be, doesn't be, work for the whole thing. Would it need to be bigger? This you know what? Ema, I gotta say this does not look safe. This looks like this would not work. Why well, would you question a doctor who's a sex therapist? There's hair on this, Ema. <laughs> Dr. Anise well, knows what she's talking about. Um, well, I, like I said, I haven't had to do this, but... In a pinch. You know, in a pinch, you gotta do it. Okay. Gotta do what you gotta do. Tea. Okay. All right. Still a little cute. Well, thank you. <sighs> thank you very this much. This is my lunch, so I'm gonna start making oh. my lunch. <laughs> mm, can I have a bite of your lunch? Of course, once I make it. Great. Yummy. That was a great tip. Thanks, Ema. Great tip. Yeah. Too bad nobody had a condoms here. No one had yeah. them here. No. I'm surprised you don't carry some with you. Well, you don't use them, Ema, so I guess it makes sense. All right. Are we ready for questions, Ema? Are you prepared? Yes. Dr. Anise. First off, how do I tell my partner I only enjoy sex while high? Have you ever partaked in the devil's lettuce? Ooh, that's interesting. I haven't really told anybody about it because, you know... It's not my favorite thing to do. Really? I like to remember everything. Oh, you have like memory loss if you have. Well, you know, with that, does cause that with that for uh, some people. marijuana. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have like lapses and I've heard you that. Can remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard that you just totally lose it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And you smell like skunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's not your vibe. No. Not your vibe. So someone who only likes having sex though while they're on it. That's interesting to me because I'm the opposite. Are you? 
Yeah, I, I kind of am like too. It. I'm like lazy as hell when I'm high. I just exactly. want to sit around and eat chips and go to bed. Exactly. No, I'm not like looking to do much physical activities. <laughs> you know, I would recommend just trying to do it without without the marijuana. Okay. Yeah. But okay. But, but if you only- can't help it, you know. She's asking how to tell her partner that. Oh, oh. Should she just straight up be like, yo, I only want to stick it in when I hit the bong? Just don't tell him, right? Right. Just get high. Just go don't take tell a little him. hit, hit ski, and then. Yeah, do what you got to do. It's your body. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could do whatever you want, but I feel it could be a little more complicated if you're like trying to get high. Or if you're trying to have sex and all of a sudden you have to like stop them because you have to get high. Oh, that's true. You know what I, I mean? See. If you're not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you suggest? I mean, personally, I would suggest literally straight up being like, I prefer to have sex when I'm high. Assuming that if they're dating you and they know you smoke weed, that they're cool with it, mm. then it probably, I don't think, would make a difference. But I don't know. Anise? I mean, Dr. Anise. Dr. Anise. Sorry, Dr. Anise. I didn't mean to be disrespectful. I think I would just let him know and maybe. He- Maybe he would want to take part in it, too. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe he wants a hit. I think you could also be like, um, it heightens my senses or emotions or whatever it may. And like, and that's why it just makes sex better. I think that's actually a common thing. I know people who like to have sex and they're high. Me personally. Don't care. But, you know, I think it's a thing for some. I say do your thing. You want someone that's going to appreciate you and let mm. you do your thing anyway. Agreed. You know? Tea. Do what makes you happy. Do what <sighs> makes you feel in the vibe. Are you going to eat that entire cucumber? Yes, baby. Are you seriously? No. Yeah. Dude, I have one of these like every day. A whole cucumber? <laughs> Hell yeah. Damn. That's fucking lit. It's my whole lunch. I got to fill up. True. That's true. Okay. All right. Here we go. save some for my aunts. This but, one's much you know. spicier of a question. Okay. <clears throat> Dr. Anise, is anal worth trying? Ooh. Ooh. I know you've experienced it. Now, I know that like anus is how you said you could pronounce your last name. Does that have any correlation or it's just like, do you? Yes. I'm, I love, well, I just love the anus. Oh. You love it in the butt? Well, yeah. Ever since um, I, uh, you know, got less feeling down there okay in the cooch area correct oh, you have less feeling Does as you get happen? older mm-hmm. yeah oh, no shit it really opened me up to a whole young. new hole whole new hole a whole new hole yeah mm-hmm. so you say it's worth trying oh yeah any, if you're ready so any what about tips, tips? Yeah. yeah how do you get it in well vaseline vaseline, vaseline. Uh, vaseline. is that an old trick yep and just rub it you know? Mm, okay. Yep. And, you know, if that doesn't work, then I guess you can use those typical lubes or something. Okay. But, but Vaseline, when in doubt. <clears throat> not um, always me getting the the treatment, though. Sometimes with Hugh. Y- y- sometimes with Hugh, what? We switch roles. So you sometimes oh. you stick it in his butt. Something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Something that maybe straps. Yeah, what yeah, is it? It's a like cucumber? A belt. Oh, it's a belt. Oh, it's so great so I don't fall off. Oh, wow. So that is so new age for that you. That is. Yeah. I'm loving that for you. I found it on the online. Oh, on the online. Okay. Mm. Tea. Mm. 
Very good. Very good. We love that. So you okay. think it's worth it? You're a recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to take it slow, though. Very slow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you like work up to, you can't just like shove it in. You got to like work up to it, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One time I had a situation where I was shoved in and oh, it's bad news. <laughs> so it's very slow and easy and okay. consensual. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. Mm-hmm. How do you introduce a new kink idea to your vanilla partner? Hmm. That can be hard, right? Because you may feel kind of awkward. Not everyone feels really comfortable with new things. Mm-hmm. That's true. So the way I would present it would be like you sit down and you show them the kink and see if they like it. Okay. That's very good. Show them the kink. Like, yeah. Like, just do it. But what if they're scared? You should probably, like, explain it so, first. Like, no. What's the kink? Yeah. You know? I don't know? Like, maybe let's come up with one. Maybe someone has some handcuffs that they want to bring in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But they're nervous that their partner is going to think that's weird or that it's kind of out of the realm of the norm for them. How do you how do you introduce something like handcuffs or, you know, a, a sex toy, maybe? Without making your partner feel uncomfortable. Do you talk about it beforehand or do you just whip that thing out? I mean, honestly, I would just whip it out. But mm. I get everybody's scared sometimes. But you need consent. Correct. Remember, that's Correct. SSC. Yes. yes. Right. Right. But you whip it out and ask for consent <clears throat> on the spot. Instead yeah. Instead of discussing ahead or of time. Or I just be like, you're going to like this. And then maybe they say, okay. So, Janelle, you would like to have a discussion. I would like to have a discussion. I think really? that would be important okay. to me. Yeah. Is to have a discussion about the, what the kink is. Like hours before or like mid- action um, you, you stop and me have a discussion personally i would think it'd be easier for me to have the discussion while we're like already starting to hook up versus just like randomly you know bringing it up like when you're like on the way to home depot or something right right you know what i mean i feel yeah. like it'd be easier for like already making home out depot or whatever discussions never no. very comfortable so what are you thinking you say making out and then you're like i'd be oh, like hey, hey i really want to try something i've been thinking about blah blah it could be really fun what are your thoughts? Or if it's like something physical that you could like, you know, bring out, I would, if you already have it, bring it out and be like, would you be open to exploring with this mm-hmm. and seeing what they say? And I think that if you're in a relationship that is, you know, you should have, I would hope it's a healthy relationship and that you're having open communication and that you would feel comfortable discussing those types of topics with them. And if not, then I I don't know. I mean, I think truly if you're not fully comfortable like talking about those things with your partner, then that may have like that may be like a bigger issue at hand. I think it depends on your relationship, though, because some people there's already that spoken. You Sometimes you've been with someone so long. Mm-hmm. You have that type of relationship where you could introduce something. Obviously, you don't just do it to them right. or shove it somewhere without right, asking. Right, right. But maybe you can bring it out in the moment. That's and what let I'm it saying. Be, you know? Yeah. Bring it out and be like, like personally, Ugh. I don't know if I would want to have like a whole talk about it. I no, feel like it'd be a little awkward. I don't know if you need to have a whole conversation, but at least like, like you said, bring it out and kind of making them aware of mm-hmm. what you want to do before you just like, like just randomly shaky, shaky. Like once you're already Ooh. in it, be like, what do you think of this? Right. Exactly. Well, I'm shaky, a, shaky. I have What's a question. Shaky, shaky. When you two were young mm-hmm. and you wanted to do something adventurous, like say jump into a pool off a high dive or something you're nervous about. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it before or you just want to do it? 
I just want to do it. But that's only with me. See what I mean? With my partner. That's, what, that's the I way want... I would explain it to my partner. Oh, okay. So what Janelle's saying is if she has like a um a plug of some sort, mm-hmm. for example. <laughs> Why she would you almost not able stick to it in. say that without laughing? Because I had a different word in my mind. <laughs> and I changed plug. it. A butt plug? Yeah, so she has the plug. She doesn't want to just shove it in right. to her partner. Right. Well, I would, if she's I would have it into there, herself that's during fine. the act. <laughs> right. That's different. That's different. Perhaps you've talked with your partner and your partner's like, oh, I'm down for a surprise. Like, if you're going to do something, like, I just want you to do it to me, then that's maybe a different story. Yeah, maybe you say, I have just... something that I want to surprise you with. <laughs> Is that okay? And they're, like, into it. And they're like, hell yeah, I'm done for whatever. Then, I'm, you know? Okay. Yeah. All right. How do I tell if a long distance partner is loyal? Now, uh, Dr. Anise, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that you and Hugh were in a long term relationship or a uh, long distance relationship back when you were younger. Is that correct? Um, Yes, that is correct. And it was really? very, yes, it was very challenging. So where, why were you guys separated? Well, Hugh used to play sports and okay. I was in school and uh, in Colorado, and he played mm. sports in different states. And so, okay. so that was hard. You were in a long distance relationship for how many years? I was about seven, eight years. Damn, mm-hmm. that's tough. So, what is your best advice for that? Did you ever question their loyalty? Mm. Hugh's loyalty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? What made it hardest to question to know that he was loyal? I, I was more of in my mind that he. Not that he was not loyal, but I was just, I didn't know what, what he was doing. And then also, you know, I was a little nervous when he would hang out with other people. But we ended up establishing our times that we talk on the phone. And we, I trusted him and he trusted me. You guys had phones back then? Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, we did, but we had to go to those little. Yeah, they had the phones. Bed, the rooms. The but people phones. had home phones in like the 50s i think okay right i, I wasn't really know math. what's going on <laughs> well back in my college we had one phone you could one phone. use okay. okay down in like the lobby so you guys would have to organize the time was that hard yeah you had to sign up on the sheet damn that'd be so hard and get 20 minutes or something mm. damn so how did you tell if, if he was loyal though like i guess it's just a trust thing at the end of the day Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I just, I either could choose to trust him or be all messed up about it. And I decided to trust him. Mm. Okay. Not easy. I don't really have a direct answer. If somebody is giving you a reason or the feeling that maybe they're doing something behind your back, then I think it's worth looking into. But if that's the case, long distance is not. I would highly recommend not doing it if you, you don't have some trust. degree of trust there, right? Yeah. So what if Blind you are trust. feeling like the trust is broken, that maybe something's going on, but you're not sure what, how do you bring that up without being offensive? Because then you are kind of accusing them of something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But if you're feeling well, that inkling. I kind of think too, when you're in a long distance relationship, the only type of communication you have is over the phone. Really, because, or if you write letters, but you know, if you have an inkling about it, I think it's only fair to ask just straight up. You're going to get heartburn. <laughs> Sorry, just, just drinking chili crunch. <laughs> Damn, that's spicy. It's good. It's so good. Um, you got it on your nose, honey. Oh, thank you. This is the best salad. 
But okay, so let's say that you heard something in the grapevine or something happened to make you second question. Second question. Second question. Second guess second or question. question. Mm-hmm. Their loyalty or their commitment to you. Would you suggest bringing that up to them immediately or just like kind of waiting to see if things kind of play out or mm. the second you have a concern, would you bring it up right away? If it was me, when it was me, I bring it up right away and never sit on that stuff because mm. get it out. It just gets worse in your brain when you don't bring it up. I think I that's see. true. That's too. a good point. I think that's a good point. If you have a concern especially in a long-distance relationship because all you really have is communication for the most part. I think it's worth bringing up right away and you don't have to do it in a accusatory sense, but right. you can do it in a way that's like, hey, I've been feeling awkward lately or feeling like things are off and give them a reason. I think if you have literally no reason, you're just being paranoid, that's one thing because I think that comes down to like your own insecurities of not trusting your partner and maybe long-distance relationships just aren't something that you should be in which is fine but if there's like a real reason if something has specifically happened Mm -hmm. or they've said something or maybe feels off yeah something feels off i think that there would be hard like i think that it's good to bring that up sometimes things will feel off but it's really just because you miss that person and maybe you need that reassurance from them Hmm, that's a good point that conversation isn't always a bad thing to do or to have i see what you mean Mm -hmm. yeah very good thank you what do you think about having strippers at a bachelor party? Mm. Not my thing. No. What are your thoughts about if he, did Hugh have strippers at his party? Oh no, no. So you don't allow it? Um, I don't know. I'm. He's not me. He doesn't she need a puts stripper. On the show. Mm-hmm. You don't see what's underneath this. Sometimes I'm three personalities in one session. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So no need for a third party. She's all the parties. Okay. I got all strap-ons and attachments. <laughs> yep. Okay, beautiful. Yep. Okay. That. Gorgeous. Very good. Very good. Okay. So, but you, for you, it's a no. What? No, that's not my uh, forte. All right, Dr. Anise, we have one more question for you. Lay it on me. Favorite role play scenario this person needs inspo. Oh, that's a good one. There's so many options. You know, recently, you and I like to play doctor. Oh, but you are the doctor. Like, oh, you mean like medical doctor? Mm hmm. And we use the little toys. And who's the doctor? We switch off. Sometimes I'm patient and he's doctor. And then sometimes he's patient. I'm doctor. Okay. Okay. Do you bring out like a medical kit? Yeah, and like you go in there and the doctor asks you, what's wrong? Why are you here today? And then you give them a spicy answer like, my back hurts or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my back is. I need my back blown or, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm having pain in my breast. Oh, I've got to have the palpa- palpitations. Yeah. Palpates. And then they. they what? <laughs> you palpate. And then they examine you. The doctor palpates you. Oh, you know? okay. Oh, Check okay. the lumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's hot. That's nothing hotter than a breast exam. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> Sometimes hotter. I do the little physical exam on Hughes. Oh, oh good. Little yes. Cough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. The cough. Okay. Fantastic. Well, Doctor Anise, it has been a joy to have you here today. We would love to have you back. You are 
filled with wisdom and knowledge Mm -hmm. and you have taught our audience so much about how to get spicy in the bedroom but keep it safe consensual yes and spicy so spicy thank you dr niece you're always welcome back on the show yes please come back again all right thank you guys for sending in your questions one of my biggest pet peeves is when i go to the doctor's office and whoever i end up seeing acts like they do not have the time for me or that they could be in a much better place doing better things and they don't want to be there they're not listening to you fully they're not giving you the advice that you're looking for it's so irritating to me i think finding a doctor that actually listens to you and takes the time to really hear you out is so important and that is why i love zocdoc zocdoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed take your insurance are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you, and prioritize your care. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people, including myself, use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. One of the things that I love most about ZocDoc is the fact that it is kind of a one-stop shop. You can go and find a doctor. You can read their reviews, which is extremely helpful for me. You can make sure that they take your insurance And then you can also take a look at their schedule and see when they're next available. And a lot of their appointments are available same day. What's also great is if you're looking for some type of specialist, that can be particularly hard to find, I feel like. And ZocDoc really does help with that as well. So go to ZocDoc.com slash sesh and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash sesh. ZocDoc.com slash sesh. Okay, it's time to get into some wedding. Am I the asshole? Boom. We love it. Am I the asshole for thinking that my bridesmaid owes me for upstaging and ruining my $30,000 wedding? Now, my husband and I got married one and a half months ago. We had six people on each side of the bridal party. This wedding took three full years to plan and prepare for. Damn, three Damn. years? That is wild. Wow. When I got engaged, most of the bridesmaids were very single, including Anna, the star of this story. Two of them were in a long-term relationship. Um, I wanted to just give the two partnered bridesmaids plus ones. Anna seemed offended by this because my wedding was then years off, and she was actually dating her now husband at the time, though it was casual. I eventually got pushed by my mother to give all of them plus ones. Anna actually continued to date the guy and married him four months before my wedding at two months pregnant. She brought her now husband as her plus one, who I never met prior, and convinced... That's interesting, though, that you have her and your bridesmaid and you never met your that person's husband. Yeah, that's kind that of interesting. That is interesting, but whatever. Hmm. Um, she says, and convinced one of the other bridesmaids to take her friend as a plus one. She was hugely pregnant and didn't refrain from showing it off. Okay. We're both fairly young at 25, and in my husband's culture, getting pregnant before late 20s and 30s, married or not, is basically a teenage pregnancy and drew attention. She also has a vibrant personality and has a way of eclipsing everyone around her. My husband is also very tall and incredibly attractive, which drew a lot of attention. Oh, her husband is also very tall and incredibly attractive. Okay, got it. All anyone spoke about was Anna's pregnancy and her attractive husband. Even in the line, people were asking about the electric woman and of her pregnancy marriage life when they got up to dance all eyes were on them 
and his friend ended up hooking up with my brother, outing him as gay and causing a huge scandal. I ended up leaving midway through the reception in tears and never attended the next morning's brunch. Anna and her entourage left early the next morning and also didn't attend. I can't even look at the pictures without crying and desperately want to do it over again. I'm not a bridezilla, but this was beyond the pale. It felt like a celebration of Anna's marriage. I'm sorry, but I put so much planning, effort, and money into this while someone that I, that got pregnant without a thought and married spur of the moment reaped the benefits. I honestly feel like Anna's owes me a wedding and did all of this as revenge for me offending her years ago. Am I wrong? Oh my God. Okay, let me understand this. First of all, let's let's go back here. Yeah, I'm so still confused. Her crime is that she got pregnant and had an attractive husband and then <laughs> revealed her baby bump at your wedding or not even revealed just it, just had, had it out. It, had was it just out. being alive at your wedding. <laughs> and then her <laughs> husband is attractive so that upstaged you. All eyes were on them during the dance which upstaged you and made you cry. But here's where I'm really confused. Anna's friend ended up hooking up with my brother, outing him as gay and causing a huge scandal. First of all, if he is hooking up with the brother, isn't the brother outing himself if he's engaging in the hookup? And it's her, it's Anna's friend. So Anna's now responsible for her friend and what he does. Right. This is making no sense. This is, yeah, this is making sense. This sounds extremely controlling and very bridezilla. You can't control what people look like at your wedding right what's going on in their lives it's that's to make you cry every time and now you think that she owes you a new wedding that is absurd to me but yeah the whole brother part's weird for yeah it's your brother that slept with anna's friend uh, presuming that anna's friend was a guy because he outed him as gay or whatever causing a huge scandal sounds like you're being very judgmental about everyone else and worried about what your maybe judgmental family thinks about her being pregnant and about your brother being gay. Right. Seems like if he was engaging in a hookup con- and assuming that there was consent there, that he is fine with... He's partaking in it himself. He's right. Not, it's not like someone got on stage and was like, her brother is gay. Right, 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 right. Wouldn't he think like, oh, this could potentially come out and then mm-hmm. people would know that I'm gay. Is he that upset about right. it? Is he as upset as you? Damn. So she owes you a whole wedding because she upstaged you. I can't believe you took three years to plan a fucking wedding. That that's insane. That's crazy. Wow. This is, um, I think you are the asshole here. Totally the asshole. Because she says that she offended her years back because when they first got engaged or whatever, Anna was just started dating that guy. And so I don't think he was invited to the wedding at first or something. So that offended her. But then he came anyways. Yeah, because they got married. Right. So she said, if you're married, then you can, you can come a plus one. So which she- is pretty standard to have everyone in your bridal party get a plus one. Is it? It's your it's your choice. Obviously, you don't have to. But if someone's paying a lot of money to be in your wedding, mm-hmm. normally the least you can do is let them let have them. a guest with them. OK, that makes sense. I think you're the asshole. <laughs> I agree. I think you're an asshole and being very dramatic. Like, and very really judgmental. was everyone talking about Anna yeah. and no one was talking. Like, I'm sure it wasn't like that. And it's not her job. It's being very judgmental to for judging her for getting pregnant before she's married. And that if it's not before your late 20s or 30s, that it's basically a teenage pregnancy. That is ridiculous. She puts in here, draw attention in all caps it is not about you. People are allowed to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. You're asking them to be part of your wedding. Take time out of their lives to be part of your wedding. And you're worried about 
your husband's family judging her. Mm -hmm. That's not her responsibility to make sure she can fit the standards of your family's totally, you know, judgment. Plus, it doesn't even seem like they were judging her. They were calling her an electric woman and all eyes were on her. Yeah. It sounds like they really were asking about her. Yeah. I don't see the problem here. Damn. It's enough to make you cry. That sucks that you ruined your your wedding by focusing too much on what Seriously, other people are doing. Seriously, and cried halfway through the reception, didn't really go to your brunch. Not That's what like it's really about. sad. Yeah. I don't feel bad for you. Sorry. I don't. And that's the tea. That is the fuck a tea. Where's the damn gavel? Get the gavel. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely. Sydney, are you on the same page? Do you have an objection or anything? No, I agree. Okay, 100%. great. Yeah, Sydney's back. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, so I was back. at my appointment. She's back from her appointment. Yeah. Excellent. Well, All you're right. still wearing your shirt. Um, Emo, let me borrow it. Oh, okay, beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You are the asshole. Definitely Case the closed. asshole. Oh my God. Guys, I cut my finger just now. Oh no. I'm when what? I was cutting up a cucumber into small bits for my aunts, and I cut a piece of my thumb. <sighs> so now, a piece this of your is a thumb. mom life, okay? An aunt mom life? Yes. <laughs> They're my baby. So now. They're sucking on your thumb juice. No, they're sucking on their cucumber juice. I cleaned it for them. <laughs> does it All hurt? Right. Damn, I'm sorry about it that. It does kind of hurt. Mm. I had to take my fake nail off because the glue was stinging it. Ooh, that is the worst. Yes. Fake nail glue really does fucking burn. Oh, bad. So bad. Okay. Am I the asshole for not allowing my biological father at my wedding? So there is a lot of bad blood between my mother and my biological father. Long story short, he was an abusive cheater who was also in and out of my life when I was growing up. Because of the history, I told him it wasn't a good idea for him to come to my wedding in two months, which he originally agreed to not going. But a week ago, he decided to say he really wanted to come. And he even had my sister text my stepfather, the man who raised me, saying he wants to be at the wedding and is okay with my stepfather walking me down the aisle. For more context, my stepfather has always said that if he ever sees my biological father's, it's Hands on sight. Damn, he's going to beat his ass. Damn, I don't blame him. I got upset with my sister about this, but my bio can be persuasive. So I understood why she did it. The bio reached out to me, which I replied saying no, because my mother isn't comfortable with it. And I didn't want her to not come to my wedding if he does. Then he tried to guilt trip me saying that his wife really wanted to go. And I didn't reply because I was at work. So he then starts to cuss me out saying that if he isn't invited, that I'm cut out of their will and he will make sure to also cut me out of my grandmother's will. Damn. Again, I didn't reply because I was at work. This is happening literally two weeks after my great grandma passed away. So he continues to message me and starts to slander my mom and the man who raised me, calling them petty broke asses. I never replied and I figured he was drunk at this point, but I did reach out to my grandma to make sure she's okay and not too stressed and apologizing for any behavior being taken out on her. Turns out he told her that if she goes to my wedding, she is dead to him as well. This all dies down because my sisters, grandma, and I all decide to ignore him and not feed into it at all. This week, his wife texted one of my sisters, not me, even though I hadn't blocked them yet, about how rude and selfish it is that they aren't invited to the wedding, but some of his side of the family are. Please keep in mind, I saw his family every summer growing up, but not him. She also stated how many people are from divorced families and that they don't act this way and that we're being immature and that my bio should be allowed to come since I'm his biological daughter and that the man who has always been there for me should stay home. And when his own son gets married, then he can go to that wedding. My family is hiring security because they're worried that the bio will show up, 
will show up without an invite. I am very conflict avoidant. That's why I just don't reply to him, but I feel bad he's taking it out on those around him. Am I the asshole for sticking to not letting him come? That sucks, though. That is is a horrible situation. I feel so bad for you. So much stress. After everything, everything he's done to you to then be putting all that guilt on you why does he care so much right now he cares all of a sudden he wants to so come petty like you haven't been in my life forever so fuck, like and now why you want to come be there but then he, that sucks because she can't really be like well she can say no but she's causing like her other family to go right. through like a ton of stress and angst and stuff oh that's so stressful i'm sorry god you're going through that you're not an asshole definitely for, not an asshole let's no, roll that right definitely now not an asshole, not asshole. But then, like, I could understand why it would almost, in a sense, would it make it easier to be like, okay, you could come so that it's like, I don't know. It's like, would it be less stress if you just let him come? Because at least then he's not harassing your family. But at the same time, it's your wedding. You should be able to have, you know, if you don't want him there, especially someone as prominent as like your dad, that's going to be pretty triggering. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. I don't know what Ooh, you would do. What the fuck do you situation. do? All I know is you're not the asshole. And I think it's good that you're sticking to not letting him come because that would just be more problems. God, I feel so bad for you. But then he's like threatening. He's like, if I don't come, you're out of the will and all this shit. Like, is yeah. that just going to cause even more problems down well, he's the line? He's probably always going to hold the will over you. You know, he could cut you out of the will at any time. I don't think you should compromise having him there. That's true. Especially if it's going to possibly cause a fight between family members. Well, I would hope that, like, I understand why like, your stepdad's trying to stick up for you or yeah, whatever, but I also think that's a little weird to be like, yeah. I'm going to throw hands, like, at yeah, your wedding, really. That's true. But that, that's just, like, not something you'd even have to want to think about could possibly happen mm-hmm. on your wedding day. Mm-hmm. I think for your sake, you shouldn't have him there. No I agree. What. Hiring security to not let his ass in. Mm-hmm. God, that is so annoying. Okay, let's see. Let's do one that has to do with bachelorettes. Am I the asshole for not planning a bachelorette party as maid of honor? My childhood friend, let's call her Becca, got engaged to her fiance last summer and asked me to be her maid of honor. I was pretty surprised since we've drifted apart quite a bit since we were kids, but I was happy for her and I accepted. I wouldn't consider us best friends or anything, but we talk pretty frequently and see each other at least once or twice a month. Becca's wedding is this Saturday and she texted me last week and asked what my plans were for the weekend before the wedding. I thought maybe she needed help with some last minute wedding stuff. So I said I could stop by her apartment and help her. I could tell something was bothering her and she eventually started tearing up and said she was really disappointed that nobody had planned a bachelorette party for her. She said she thought we were really close and didn't understand why it hadn't occurred to me and to ask if she wanted one. Maybe I'm just dumb, but this is my first time being a part of a wedding party and I honestly didn't know I was supposed to plan a bachelorette. I thought the bride normally did it. I've only been to one bachelorette before, for my cousin and she planned the whole thing herself also none of the girls in the wedding party really knew each other that well the bridesmaids are her college besties and her fiance's sister and friend uh that she met through work are also in it so i'm not sure how it would even happened or have happened at this point it's way too late to plan anything before the wedding this is a really busy week at work and i can't ask for time off with this little notice friday night is the rehearsal dinner and obviously saturday is the wedding day I told Becca maybe we could get drinks after she got back from her honeymoon to celebrate and said, and she was like, I guess, and said it wouldn't be the same. I do feel bad, but I also think she should have communicated her expectations to me. So give it to me straight. Am I the asshole? Mm. What do you think? I mean, 
I guess you didn't know, so you're not purposely an asshole, but you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. I feel like it's... If someone asks you to be... You're maid of honor. That's yeah. kind of... Although, I don't think you're the only asshole. I think her whole bridal party's kind of asshole. Like, yeah, like... Wouldn't they be asking you? And, yeah. Right. Like, hey, what's the deal with the bachelorette? Yeah. But I think you're kind of an asshole. Yeah, I do too. It is your you are accepting that. Like what what did you think you were accepting? Right. Just yeah. Some kind of standard. And she doesn't want to have to ask you to do it. I would be really sad if I were her. Mm-hmm. I would be too. I can't really blame her. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think you're an asshole. Yeah. I'm gonna have to rule on that. Sorry. My turn with the gavel. All right. Yes, you are the asshole. Case closed. Sydney, <laughs> do you think so too? Oh yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. She could have asked a lot earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, why would you not ask or have, I don't know, whatever. I get like you've never been in a wedding or whatever, but I feel like it's very common knowledge. Common knowledge, yeah. Yeah. Okay, am I the asshole for bailing last minute on a bachelorette trip? For reference, I'm a 23-year-old female and I'm currently working full-time for a position I started in August. I work closely with another girl in my age range. She is getting married soon. She asked me in February if I could possibly go on her bachelorette in May. I said yes at the time when I was feeling particularly extroverted. In these past couple of months, I've been hyper aware of what my bad of what a bad coworker she is. She's constantly taking sick days for hangovers, walks into work late and leaves early and complains about having to do her actual job beyond the normal. She'll say things like, I don't want to do this, but I am anyway. Overall, I have come to find her extremely insufferable. It is the night before the bachelorette, and I have been sick with some kind of sinus infection all week. I am also prone to migraines, which I have the beginnings of right now. I have hinted at all week possibly not being able to go because of how sick I feel and the fact that we are going to be doing a lot of outdoor activities and drinking, which will put a further strain on my body. And I predict, instead of recovering during the weekend, I will be sick until next week. So between being sick and finding her behavior at work to be annoying, I have found myself wanting to bail on this trip, even though it would be last minute. Am I the asshole if I bail on the bachelorette trip the night before? <sighs> That's hard. Okay, I think if you if you really are sick. Like, how sick are you, though? Right. But like my some migraines. No, can some be migraines completely... are extremely horrific. No, mm-hmm. it's so true. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. I thought it was just a sinus infection. Yeah. Which those suck too, but like Yeah. But also do think it's odd because you're complaining about her being sick. I'm it, like, are you lying? I feel like maybe if you've agreed to go the trip and you probably have paid for it, you might as well just go and like chill at the hotel or the Airbnb and then just not drink. Like you can still go and be part of it and That's not true. party. And still show up for your friend. But I know I think her big, behavior at work is yeah, bad, but that doesn't mean she's like a terrible person. Like maybe she's not great at her job. And but does that mean if you've promised her that you're going to be there, or I don't know, maybe you shouldn't have to go. But I you mean, still pay for everything. That's my thing. If you're not going to go, you should not expect money back the night before. No, definitely not. Except if money. you're, if it's like a few months before and you decide like, Oh, I don't want to go. Okay. That's one thing. But the night before, like you're taking that L financially for sure. Yeah. But I still think that's really awkward because I, I feel, feel like, like it's almost just making it worse to not go. Cause then you see mm-hmm. her the next week at work and you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. how's the trip? Like, And for her to say she was feeling extroverted at the time and now is feeling more introverted that I feel like that's truly the issue that's yeah. going on. And that, she doesn't like her anyway. Yeah. That, just doesn't want to be around her. Mm-hmm. 
That's tough. I wonder if, so this is just a friend though. It sounds like they extended the bachelorette party beyond the bridal party. Yeah, it sounds like she's not in the bridal party. Hmm. That's really tricky. But I mean, I kind of think if you bail the night before, but I don't know if you really are sick. And if you just really don't want to go. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, it's like, would you bail just because you don't want to go on something now? Oh, I mean, maybe because this sounds really weird, but I would, if I really didn't want to go, then I know I wouldn't be doing any good yeah. to going. Like, I'm not going to add anything. Mm. I think it'd be like really coward, like, like cowardly, like to totally yeah. to do like, that. But if it's going to save everybody from being around, I think you should still go. If you're, if you're feeling sick, I think you should, it's not something that's contagious. Mm-hmm. So I think you should go and just chill and yeah. not drink, not party, but at least show up because you said you were going to. That's true. Yeah. You can just skip out on the the partying, the outdoor activities, but at yeah. least be there. That's kind of, in my opinion, what you should do. I think if you completely bail on it, you're kind of the asshole. I agree. But it depends on how sick you really are and like how severe your migraines are because obviously you don't want to suffer. Right. So it, it does depend. But my guess, most likely asshole you're the asshole yeah case closed (laughs) okay let's see here here's one that's who is the asshole in this situation they say a maid of honor was asked to leave the bachelorette party for being quote brutally honest with the bride the bride got very drunk during the bachelorette party and began fixating on her ex from five years before her ex recently had a baby with his new wife, and she was also the reason their relationship ended. The next morning, the bride discovered she had called her ex over 10 times. They assumed he didn't pick up because the calls were short. I told her she needed to delete his number from her phone and move on because it wasn't fair to the guy she is marrying if she continues to be hung up on her ex. But then everyone got upset with me and called me insensitive toward the bride. Eventually, my friend asked me to go home early. I was told part of the bachelorette party is getting closure with old relationships and my judgmental attitude ruined it for the bride-to-be. I have never heard that part of the... Yeah, what? <laughs> part of a bachelorette party is to get closure? Yes, actually, we're planning a night where we're going to be <laughs> yeah, dedicated to talk about Sydney's exes. Getting oh, closure. my God. Like a little funeral for yeah. the exes? Interesting. Um, No, I think actually you did the right thing. I think... By telling them, like, you need to delete the phone number. Like, why yeah. do you have that phone number still? Like, yeah, I agree. And that they're, you're calling them five times. It doesn't matter if you're blacked out or not. Yeah, that is. Mm, that's you should be questioning really stuff. weird on your bachelorette party. Yeah, you're you not imagine the one with the problem. You get drunk. You call your exes. <laughs> Can you imagine that? And then I would be like, dude. And then me telling you you had to leave. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't feel. Yeah, Kendall's like, no, you're being insensitive. <laughs> wow. Get out. That is interesting. I've never heard of anything like that. Mm, yeah, that's really fucking weird. And also like big red flags. Definitely big red flags. More like, than just. Should you be getting married? Red flags. Right. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not. <laughs> Perhaps freaking not. All right. This one's very spicy. Am I the asshole for excluding my parents' thruple partner from my wedding? I, 27-year-old female, was raised by my maternal grandparents. My parents, 46-year-old male, 56-year-old female, are free spirits that didn't want to settle down and raise a child. Whatever. I saw them every few months when they would come by. That sucks. 
Eventually, they stopped coming, and I didn't miss them. My grandmother and grandfather were my parents. I'm glad you had them. Yeah. I'm getting married in March, and my invitations have all gone out. I invited my parents as guests. They are not part of the wedding or anything like that. I wasn't going to invite them, but my grandfather asked me to please let my biological mom be part of this day. About a week ago, I spoke with my biological dad, and he wants a plus one on their invitation. I hadn't seen them in years, so I thought maybe they had another kid and hadn't mentioned it. Nope. Apparently, he and my mother have a man in his 30s that is a part of their relationship. While neither my fiance and I are particularly religious, and I have no objections to polygamous relationships in general, I would not prefer to have to deal with that at my wedding. I told him that he and my mother were invited as a courtesy, and they had no parental privileges for me to consider. He said that excluding their partner was mean and that he wouldn't have left me with my grandparents if he knew they were going to raise me to be prejudiced. Oh, shit. Oh, I'd revoke the invitation Ooh, right from that. Guilt tripping. That's ridiculous. The old gaslight. I have spoken to my grandparents about this, both sets. Nobody knew anything about this. So it seems like they're going to use my wedding to introduce this guy to my families. Oh, God. To the families. I called him back and was very firm. I told him that I have spoken with my wedding coordinator and made sure that no uninvited guests come to my wedding. Since we were having the reception at a resort hotel in my city, they have security. I spoke with the manager and explained that I might have uninvited guests trying to get into my wedding reception. He said that the security would escort anyone off the property and the cops would be called if needed. All this was related to my parents. Now they are complaining to everyone. I am dealing with it by telling everyone who calls me to fight for them exactly why I am excluding the person they want to bring. I just talked to my mother and she screamed at me for telling people her private business. What the? Well, if they're going to bring. Yeah, I was going to say private business. It's not really private business. And I mean, she's certainly not being prejudiced, prejudiced against them at all. No. Very, I think it's already a lot to invite the two of them. She doesn't really even want them there. She's doing it as a courtesy to her grandparents because they raised her. Right. And then be like, oh, this random person, yeah. too. Can we also invite him? It's not like you've met them. No. Your parents don't even like take the time in their life to introduce you to important right. people like that. And so then they want you have no obligation one. to exactly. And you have to pay for people to come to your fucking wedding. Yeah. And you're already paying for it. Your two parents who have been deadbeat parents to you your whole life. Dude. I don't think you owe them anything. No, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's Fuck absurd. those people. Honestly, yep. fuck your parents. Mm-hmm. It'd that be a whole bad. different situation if this was your parent that had been involved in your life and you were being prejudiced against them being in a, a polygamous yeah. relationship. It's not that situation. You are, I think, completely in the right. I agree. That is so awkward, though, man. That is. To be like, oh, yes, can we bring someone else that we don't even know? That sucks to have to deal with crap like that at your wedding. Dealing, like, this is the time of your life. You're supposed to be planning this and having a good time. You have to deal with people causing drama. I feel so bad for all these people submitting things that have to deal with all this external bullshit. When it's all, it's supposed to be about you. You. And all these people make it about them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Your amount of- should be honored that you're even inviting them. Exactly. Shut up and come or, or don't. don't. Yeah, with that attitude of like, you're being prejudiced, I would have been like, never mind, none mm-hmm. of you can come now. Goodbye. Yeah, that's just accusing you of being something you're not. That's trash. Maybe you just don't want someone you don't know. No. And also, I think that, because uh, apparently none of the other family knows about this third person either, that if they bring them, that's going to be like the talk of the town on your wedding. It's oh, like, for wait, sure. your parents have another partner and like- Oh, you know, and you didn't even know them. Like, we yeah. didn't know them. Like, how long has this been going on? Whatever oh, it is. All the you drama. Know. For sure. I say 
not asshole. Not asshole. God, I can't believe the mom screamed at her too. Yeah, like, that's, that's my shitty. private business. I'd be like, well, then don't try to invite a stranger to my wedding. Mm-mm. Right, Charles? Well, I think that will be all for this round of Am I the Asshole Wedding yes. Edition. Um, But yeah, we're going to definitely round up a list of Sydney's exes and have a little um, closer closing ceremony during Bachelorette. Oh, I cannot wait. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> no, that is, we're so excited. It's going to be really, really fun. It is going to be fun. No, I'm pumped. I feel like we all need just a little getaway anyways. I do so badly. A little vague. Yeah. I wanted to say that I'm sorry if I seem a little down on this episode. I'm just dealing with some shit in my life. Yeah. Some personal things and it's weighing heavy on my heart. That's kind of why we wanted to do this episode too. Yeah. Because we were going to like do our, you know, regular type of content, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes you just got to like keep it lighthearted and yeah. it's not so serious. You just have a lot going on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's like even more to, I just needed to come here and just hang out with you guys and kind of get away from everything happening, you mm-hmm. know, but I appreciate all of your support. Yeah. And I know you guys will be understanding. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, we'll be back next week, though, to tell you guys about our crazy yes. adventures this weekend. Mm, okay. I know. It's going to be great. <laughs> Celebrate our girl. We love you, Sid. We love you, Sid. Aww, love you guys. Grandma Sid. I think maybe <laughs> Emma Anus. Emma. Emma Anus. Emma Anus. Emma Anus. I think she might need to come out at The Bachelorette. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. I'm so bummed I missed her today. Oh, yeah. You never met mm-hmm. her, huh? Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. wonderful. She's great. Yeah. Bummer you had an appointment at the same time. Mm-hmm. Ema. Shitty timing. Um, Did you tell the <laughs> people Anus. last week? I think you did mention this, that Sydney was sitting in behind the curtain for like our entire segment yeah. of the plane. And she <laughs> was like texting you like, in the back. Come yeah. out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. We'll be back with more regularly scheduled content scheduled soon. Content. Our normal kind of deal. Yes. Um, but thanks for sticking with us this week. You know, it was a little different, but we always like hanging out with you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and we love you. Yeah. Thanks for all the kind words. I know that we'll send them in advance. So and thanks, that's going to be guys. it. That's we'll going to be it. See you on the next sesh. But until then, keep it, keep fresh. it fresh.